Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. You know, many people have given up on understanding the book of Revelation. Other people are just flat so fearful they don't want to read the book of Revelation. And then others, believe it or not, they think the book of Revelation was finished in 70 AD when the temple was destroyed. Well, none of those three are acceptable. I always wondered about a scripture that I read in the New Testament. The love of most will grow cold in the last days. The love of most will grow cold. Why? They won't understand the season and the times that they're in. The book of Revelation is the key to the last days. You must understand it. My guest has invested 80,000 hours researching the scriptures and is considered a pioneer in understanding the Hebraic roots of the faith and putting the two together, you will understand the end time book for the Bible, the book of Revelation. Well, the, the studio audience is so excited because we have Perry Stone here, and uh, I feel like I know Perry because I watch him on television so much, and I bump into him when we both have tours to Israel. But uh, Perry, 80,000 hours studying the Bible? Eight, eight to 14 hours a day, and my, some of my staff is here, they'll verify that. It's just been my life to understand the Word, you know, especially prophetic events. And the book of Revelation is one of those books. Why is it that many churches today are not interested in hearing prophecy? As they, look, when, when I became a believer in the Messiah, I, I couldn't get enough prophecy. Prophecy about why Jesus was the Messiah, mm -hmm. prophecy about end times. But it seems as though the pendulum is swinging. I think there's a couple reasons. Reason number one is people think it's too difficult to understand. Number two, it does contain symbolism which has to be interpreted from the Scripture itself. And if you don't know the Old Testament, some of that symbolism isn't going to make sense in the book of Revelation. You have could to have a foundation. Be, could that be the reason that many Christians are saying, well, we're no longer under the law, so we won't even look at the Old Testament? Let me give you an example. In the book of Genesis, Joseph has this dream of the sun, moon, and stars bowing before him. In Revelation chapter 12, there's a woman in travail, and it talks about the sun and the stars and the moon, and it all refers back to Joseph's dream. Joseph's dream was about Israel. 
And that is a picture of the nation of Israel. So if you don't understand Joseph's dream, which is in the Torah, how are you going to understand what's written in the book of Revelation? So what the book does, I think we're talking about why people don't study. And the third reason is people see it as a negative book when it's not. Here's what the book of Revelation actually is. It is Jesus as our high priest in chapter 1. But we then see him in chapter 19 coming back to rule on earth a thousand years as king of kings. The book of Revelation is called the revelation of Jesus Christ. But yet throughout the book you see plagues and judgments. So people don't understand what's taking place many times. Here's the bottom line. It is Jesus transferring from the priestly position to the kingly position. He is transferring as the high priest as ki- to the king because he is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was a priest and a king, priest of the Most High God, king of Jerusalem. So in this royal priesthood that the Messiah, Yeshua, is in, he is now high priest of the profession of our faith, but he has to transfer to take the world over as king. The book of Revelation explains to you the process of how he judges the world in order to legally take it back from the God of this world who is Satan, who has taken over the kingdoms and the governments of this world. And so that's what the whole theme of the book is, the transference of of Yeshua, the Messiah, from high priest to king. And in the process of doing that, what is interesting is in the book, there's a seven-sealed book. In the Roman time, Caesar Augustus' will was sealed with seven seals. In the Roman time, a wealthy person's will was sealed with seven seals. But what those seals were... You know what? You would never understand any of this symbolism unless you knew the Old Covenant. When it says no longer under the law, Mm -hmm. uh, and it states that in the New Testament, Paul says it. What does he really mean? Well, let me just say this real quick. And this goes in, again, understanding the book of Revelation, understanding where we're living. The, The five books of Moses, part of that contains what's called the law of God. It's not the law of Moses, the law of God. But there was ceremonial, sacrificial, and moral law. Sacrificial law was fulfilled through Christ. That's what the Apostle Paul is talking about. You don't go back to the temple to offer a blood offering when the final lamb was offered. There is no more sacrifice of sin. However, the ceremonial law includes the Sabbath, the new moons, and the feast. Part of those were fulfilled through Christ. Part of those are going to be fulfilled in the future during the tribulation, the coming of Christ. We call it the rapture and also the kingdom, which is the millennial reign. That happens in the future. That's your three fall feasts. The moral law of God has never changed because the moral law of God is the character of God. So in other words, when you see God says, don't lie, don't steal, don't kill, don't commit adultery, that's all found in what we call the New Covenant teaching. And so in other words, people have, I grew up in a full gospel church and everybody kind of dumped it all together and said, Christ has done away with the law. The, The problem you have with even implying it the way it's understood in the West or interpreted in the West is then you have to do away with those prophecies that are there that haven't even come to pass yet. How could it be done away with when certain things have not yet happened? Well, when he says <laughs> no longer under the law, we're no longer under the law of, uh, of temple animal sacrifices. Right. That's what he's talking about. Right. But actually, Jesus makes it a little more difficult than we have in the old covenant. But you'll never understand it. Unless you, Book of Revelation will remain a mystery unless you have the key, which is in the Old Covenant. Right. The Old Covenant will remain a mystery unless you have the key, which is the New Covenant. Right. And the two together are the Word of God. But there's only one book in the entire Bible 
that says, I, God, will bless those that hear this book. There's only one book in the entire Bible in which God says, I, God, will curse anyone that tampers with one word in this book. It's the book of Revelation, and I don't want it to be a mystery for you anymore, or you may miss what's going on in the last days. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Call now and receive Perry Stone's powerful and anointed End Time Prophecy Course, Breaking the Apocalypse Code, which includes seven DVDs and over 14 hours of teaching and a 100-page syllabus workbook. Yours for a donation of $75. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9211. In his groundbreaking yet easy-to-understand prophetic DVD course, you will learn about the Apocalypse Code, the Heavenly Temple, the Heavenly Throne Room, what happens on Earth during the Great Tribulation, the Millennial Code, the 1,000-year reign of Messiah Jesus as King, the Antichrist who will not be of European descent, but rather from a Middle Eastern Islamic nation. Perry explores questions like, who are the two witnesses? Who is the beast? And what will happen under his reign of terror? What is Mystery Babylon? What is the 666, the mark of the beast? Included is this 100-page syllabus workbook so you can follow along with the teaching on each DVD. It includes every scripture, Perry Stone's own notes, and so much more. Don't miss out on getting Perry Stone's powerful and anointed End Time Prophecy Course, Breaking the Apocalypse Code, which includes seven DVDs and over 14 hours of teaching and a 100-page syllabus. Yours for a donation of $75. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9211. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9211 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hi, Sid Roth here with Perry Stone, and there is a teaching, it's an old teaching that's resurfacing right now. It's called Preteris, and it, it basically states that the book of Revelation is already completed. You don't even need that book anymore. Now, you throw out the book of Revelation, and you throw out the Old Testament, and you throw out the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Now, Perry Stone, what would you say to someone that walked up to you and said, look, Perry, 70 A.D., you know what happened in Israel? Everything took place in the book of Revelation. First of all, let's talk about who they are. These are individuals that believe that Matthew 24, the book of Revelation, most of it was fulfilled in 70 A.D. Why do they say that? Well, you had the destruction of the temple, destruction of Jerusalem, the Jews being scattered, and the Josephus talks about these cosmic signs, a star shaped like a sword, the voice that came in the temple saying, let us depart hence, a comet that was seen over the city. So what they do is they take the cosmic signs that Josephus wrote about, they take the fact that the temple of Jerusalem was destroyed and the Jews were scattered, and they basically say all of Matthew 24 was fulfilled. But the problem you have with that, there's a couple problems. Problem number one is the Bible says when this, there will be a generation that will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of glory, then the tribes of the earth were mourned. Show me where that happened in 70 AD. It did not happen. Number two, anybody who's a preterist watching, they know this because the people who have revived this doctrine, this is their biggest weakness. They believe the book of Revelation was written in 68 AD, just about two years before the destruction. Therefore, when John, for example, is told to measure the temple of God in Revelation 11, they say, well, that was the temple in Jerusalem. It had to be written by 68 AD because the temple was destroyed two years later. Here's the problem you have. 
the early church fathers, three of them, talk about the emperor, Domitian, who was the emperor in 81 AD is when he came to power. Now, if the temple is destroyed in 70 and the emperor, that was the emperor when John wrote the book of Revelation, comes in 81 AD and he dies about 94, 95. It blows the theory away. There's nothing a preterist can stand on when they understand that history reveals the book of Revelation was written in 95 AD, 25 years after the destruction of the temple. Instead, the scripture they use in Revelation 11 about measuring the temple of God is a temple in the tribulation period, not one that existed in 70 AD. So if it's so blown out of the water, why does anyone believe in this preterist thing? Because they don't know the Bible or they don't know how to properly interpret, his, you know, the book of Revelation because... Well, who gains? Who gains by someone tossing out the book of Revelation and tossing out the Old Testament? Well, no one gains. Yeah, and, and, there is and, someone that gains. Well, the, the enemy, devil. The enemy gains. The devil gains. Yeah, the kingdom of darkness gains because okay. there's a lot of reasons why people should study the book because I've looked at it from the historical perspective, allegorical perspective. I've looked at it from the four main perspectives. The only way to interpret the book properly is futuristic from chapter 4 to chapter 22. And said, here's the reason why. Because if you look at the numbers of people who are dying in the tribulation, a right. third, a third, a third, never in the history of the world, and I want everybody to hear this, never in the history of the world is there a time that you can find where those numbers ever came into existence yet. What about another old doctrine that is floating around now? It's called kingdom now. We are going to take over the political realm, the art realm, every realm of the, of the world and present Jesus, the earth, on a silver platter. Uh, what's wrong with that okay. thinking? It's the same thinking the Pharisees had. The Pharisees had it mixed up because they said they wanted a Messiah who would conquer Rome, put Israel in a political power position. So when, when Yeshua came, he came as a lamb, not a lion. He comes as a lion at the end of the tribulation, okay? So they had it mixed up because when they saw him, they said, we want to make him a king. We want him to conquer Rome. He didn't do that. What did the disciples say when he was going back to heaven? Will you restore the kingdom to Israel? They wanted a political kingdom, but they got a spiritual kingdom. Now, the kingdom of God is on earth through the church, but here's what we're doing. Setting people free from demon spirits, healing the sick, we're delivering people from sin, getting them ready for Which party for is eternity. that exactly? Is that Democrat or Republican? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so the kingdom is now spiritual. And today people have got it mixed up again because they think that we, the people, make a political kingdom. We take over the governments. And one guy told me it's getting better and better. I said, if it's better and better, I, want, I don't want to see worse and worse. <laughs> I mean, you know. How can someone can, say it's getting it, better it, it, and better? It doesn't even make sense. I'm going to pull my hair out. I'm telling you, it doesn't even make sense. And I, don't, I can't afford to pull too much hair <laughs> <laughs> so out. Here's the, so here's the point I make with that. There is a kingdom, yes, the kingdom of God is on earth working in us now, but it's a spiritual kingdom delivering people from the power of demonic activity, sin, and Satan. The Messiah will come. You can't have a kingdom without a king. The king will return in Revelation 19. The timing is at the conclusion of what's called the Great Tribulation. The saints of God will rule and reign with him for a thousand years. Then we have the actual kingdom on earth, political and spiritual. Because when he becomes king, he rules the earth with a rod of iron. We're not ruling the earth with a rod of iron because we can't rule because our king has not returned yet. Uh, what about the rapture? What a divisive area. <laughs> but what an exciting area when you spend 80,000 hours studying the Bible, the only book. The Old Testament was the only book the first church 
had. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about rapture when we come back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! If you love watching our It's Supernatural! TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal. Normal as defined by the Bible. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. We now return to It's Supernatural! Now, if I was to give you a book that has thousands, literally thousands of precise predictions of what will happen in the future, and if I showed you that thousands of them have already come true, would you like to look at the last third of the predictions that haven't had a chance to come true, or would you toss that book out? Many Christians have tossed out the Old Testament, have tossed out the book of Revelation, and won't have a clue about the last days, and I'm concerned about you. I want you to be the head and not the toes. I want you to overcome. I don't want you to just be a patsy for the Antichrist system that's coming. Perry Stone, uh, just tell me a few of the prophecies that haven't come true yet. Okay. Daniel 9.27 is seven years of which a treaty has to be signed with Israel, with surrounding nations. That has absolutely not happened yet. That's where the foundation comes for a seven-year tribulation period is Daniel 9.27. Now, look at some prophecies. For example, the big one, in my opinion, you have, you have uh, Isaiah 17.1, a destruction of Damascus which is going to take place. That's just a second one, for example, that has not yet happened. Damascus is one of the oldest continuing cities in the world as far as going all the way back to the time of Eleazar and Abraham. The third scripture that I'd say is definitely you can see the formation, the fermentation of the nations is what I call it, is Ezekiel 38 and 39. This is called the War of Gog and Magog. For example, Persia, which is Iran, heads up that battle. And then you have uh, countries like... Isn't it interesting that Iran is surfacing as a world-dominant player right now? Russia is surfacing as a world... I mean, isn't everything coming into place? Let me just say it this way. When when uh, they call it the Arab Spring took place in Egypt, I told my staff, I said, if we're really in the time of the end, Libya has to fall next. And they asked me, they said, why do you say that? I said, go to Daniel 11 and read where it talks about the Antichrist. Now, this is the chapter that deals with the man who's coming in the future called the Antichrist. And it says that he's over the treasures of Egypt, the silver and gold of Egypt, and the Libyans and Ethiopians will be at his steps, meaning they will be following his footsteps. And you know, the situation happened in Egypt, and then it was followed up in Libya when Gaddafi was was killed. And it's left a void. There's a tremendous void in those two countries. Now, in the future, we don't know the timing of this. Only God has the timing. But in the future, there will come a... Uh, I, I encourage people, for example, to read Isaiah 19. It says a civil war would be in Egypt, brother against brother. It says there'll be no jobs in Egypt. Now, part of that's happening now, but there's a second half of that where it says Egypt is given over to a cruel lord. That's, that's according to most scholars, the Antichrist. So the point is that when we see the alignment in the Middle East, we see 
uh, the prophecies taking place in Israel. The, these are so specific in the, by the prophets that it's not a guesswork thing. And they also, you know, talking about specific, wait till Perry tells you about the description of nuclear war in Zechariah about the skin. Explain that. You want to talk about that? Okay. There is a, there's a scripture, there's a real odd scripture in the Bible that says that the Lord would allow a plague to come upon the people that attacked Jerusalem, and it would be that their eyes melt in their socket, their tongues melt in their mouth. What you're thinking, okay, what could this be? Um, without going into details, I, I know this for a fact. There is a bomb. It has been invented. I also know it has been tested, and I'm not going to go into any sources to that. It's called a neutron bomb. What it basically does is it, it, let me just explain it in simple terms. What it basically does is when it explodes, it leaves, it can leave a building intact, it can leave a vehicle intact, but it, it actually melts the skin on the human being and it leaves them in skeletal form. And, and the Bible actually says they oh, standing, standing and, on their feet, and in skeletal. And you, how could Zechariah, thousands of years ago, have known yes. about a neutron bomb? Most of you don't even know what a neutron bomb is. Yeah. But and, I, 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 have, I have to ask you about the yeah. rapture. The, what does the word rapture mean? It, 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 from the Latin translation of the Bible, the New Testament was written in Greek. First Thessalonians 4, the phrase, we shall be caught up. That Greek word means to be snatched up suddenly, snatched up by force, snatched out of danger's way. When St. Jerome translated the Bible from Greek to Latin, the word caught up, he chose a Latin word where we get the English word rapture from. And it basically means in, that, in the setting of the context of the scripture, it means to be literally caught up. Because the Bible said that when he comes, Christ comes, Messiah comes, we'll be caught up to meet him in the air. So uh, people oftentimes will, will, will say to me, well, you use a term that's not found in the Bible. I said, but... You know, believers use terms all the time. We talk about Trinity. We talk about Second Coming. We talk about Millennial. None of those, none of those words are in the Bible, but we use them as English words to describe what is written in the Bible, to describe an event, to describe what that word means. So often we'll use that particular word because people are familiar with that word around the world. Oh, okay. So that's why that now, word is used. You believe in what is known as a pre-tribulation catching away right. or rapture. Uh, what is the strongest reason that cause, persuades you yeah. that that well, is correct? One, one verse is in Luke where Jesus said, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all these things and to stand before the Son of Man. Then the Lord tells the church in Revelation, because you've kept the word of my patience, I will keep you from the hour of testing coming upon the whole earth. But one of the things, and here we, here we go again, you have to start in what we call the Old Testament. You will discover eight examples. It starts with Noah, then it goes with Lot, then it goes with the 144,000 Jewish remnant, Revelation, and it goes all the way through uh, when the, Babylon, the Babylonians came in there, the righteous were marked with the seal on their head and protected. There is an escape found eight times in the scripture of individuals who escape judgment. Now, now Nahum says this, God, has not, God appoints his wrath for his enemies. And Paul said God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through his son. There's so many scriptures. In Isaiah our, 26. Uh, yeah, and in our, in our Revelation teaching, I show the scriptures of why I believe it's pre-trib because we're not appointed to the wrath of God. And uh, we are, I'm, I'm going to say this way, this may be a little controversial, but this is the best way of saying it. The father has a bride who is Israel. You can read that in the Old Testament. He says, I'm married to Israel, but the son has a bride, which is the church. And before God can rescue his bride, the son has to rescue his bride. Now, so he comes for the church, and then God turns his attention back to his bride, brings salvation and deliverance to him. 
And there, there, there's scriptures for all of this, but that's a big statement that's just been made. And I know that people are kind of going to have to muse on that one a little bit. How about if I give you one minute to explain your revelation of 666? Oh, wow. Well, if, if, if you look, you know what? It's going to take more than a minute. But I will say, I will say this. Honestly, and I'm going to make this short in one statement, it can be linked to the Islamic religion. Well, I'll and tell that's, you that's what. Just the short, that's the short version. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you something. I want you to fall in love with God's Word. Yes. I want you to fall in love with God. I'll be candid with you. The issue is not whether the rapture occurs before the tribulation, in the middle, at the end. The issue is, are you going to be raptured? <laughs> That's the issue. Do you know God? If you don't, make Jesus your Lord. Believe that he died for your sins. Say with your mouth, I make Jesus my Lord because of his death and resurrection and blood. My sins are atoned for, and I am clean in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> this is a Revelation End Time wake-up call. Do you understand the book of Revelation? Do you know when the rapture and the great tribulation will occur? What about the mark of the beast, 666, and who the Antichrist will be? Only someone like Perry Stone, who understands Israel, the Jewish roots, and studied the Bible for over 80,000 hours and has a supernatural gift of teaching, can help you unlock and understand the book of Revelation so you can be prepared for the end time events about to occur on planet Earth. Call now and receive Perry Stone's powerful and anointed End Time Prophecy Course, Breaking the Apocalypse Code, which includes seven DVDs and over 14 hours of teaching and a 100-page syllabus workbook. Yours for a donation of $75. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9211. 14 hours of teaching on DVD and over nine months it took us to edit. It's not just Perry teaching from a studio with props. He shows us the places. He shows us Israel. He shows us where the seven churches of Asia were. It's easy to understand because it contains pictures, graphics, and ways of seeing and hearing the teaching, combining it together in almost a documentary about the end times. In his groundbreaking yet easy to understand prophetic DVD course, you will learn about the Apocalypse Code, the Heavenly Temple, the Heavenly Throne Room, what happens on earth during the Great Tribulation, the Millennial Code, the 1,000-year reign of Messiah Jesus as King, the Antichrist who will not be of European descent, but rather from a Middle Eastern Islamic nation. Perry explores questions like, who are the two witnesses? They blame these two men for the judgments that are actually being poured out by the angels. Who is the beast and what will happen under his reign of terror? All three of these prophetic empires that Daniel had seen all combined on one beast. What is Mystery Babylon? The woman is a separate entity and she is the religious system. What is the 666, the mark of the beast? The number six is definitely connected to Islam. Watch this. And so much more. Included is this 100-page syllabus workbook so you can follow along with the teaching on each DVD. It includes every scripture, Perry Stone's own notes, and so much more. We have to understand what is about to take place, not just for ourselves as believers, but for your family members who are unbelievers. People will listen to the prophetic word many times when they see events taking place being fulfilled right before their very eyes. Don't miss out on getting Perry Stone's powerful and anointed End Time Prophecy Course, Breaking the Apocalypse Code, which includes seven DVDs and over 14 hours of teaching and a 100-page syllabus. Yours for a donation of $75. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9211.
Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9211 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest has tapped into a frequency from heaven that causes demons of depression, demons of fear, demons of worry, demons of anxiety to flee as in terror. 